let's be honest. You're here to get down to the basics, not to listen to a 30 second ad about the service that's trying to steal your money. But when you have the time, roll on over and check out Netflix. For only $8 a month, you can watch your favorite TV shows and movies where you want and how you want it. TV seriously just got better. Hi, welcome to Spilt Tea. I'm your host, Abby Berg. So if you're new to these types of podcasts, just a quick disclaimer that it is called Spilt Tea for a reason. And um, the main focus of the episodes is to kind of voice my thoughts and voice the thoughts that people today kind of struggle to find the answers about, you know, like spilling the tea. So this basically means we open up to questions and comments from listeners or viewers that have been curious about a topic. Um, We choose one and we just rant about it for five to ten minutes. And when I think about like the purpose of these podcasts, it's kind of relieving to get off my chest and also to know that, hey, Abby, you're not alone when you think about these questions and lie in bed awake at night wondering why the heck you don't have a hobby and where what direction your life is going. So um, it's more of like a, a therapy to me and I hope you get some fulfillment out of it as well. This week on Spilt Tea, we'll be discussing the logistics of a hobby, uh, answering a lifetime amount of questions that I, myself, and several other people have been frustrated with finding the answers to, and as well as getting some insight on two guests who have very interesting hobbies to see what their lives are like. So to hit this personal level here, um, I've always faced conflict when being asked what is your hobby or what's something you're good at. To be honest with you, my answer is always going to be a long pause and then, uh, I don't know. And that's because I actually don't know what I'm good at or what I like doing because it has never been my focus to find out. Uh, With anything I do, I'm just mediocre at it, never been over the top, never been, I mean, I have been awful at lots of things, but, um, you know, like school, the arts, sports, I'm just okay at it. I find it very difficult to stick to one thing as well. Like, I don't understand how people who pick a hobby make it the center of their lifestyle just because they they're okay at it or they're they enjoy doing it I'm that type of person that needs change and that needs things to be different like constantly right we have here today two guests with very opposite hobbies to explain the who what where's and how's of how to maintain one and what it's like having a hobby our first guest that I brought here today is an 18 year old runner named Becca Sinclair so Becca can you tell me how you discovered your hobby or passion for running? I didn't discover it myself. I was forced into sports by my parents at a young age, and running is the only sport that I stuck with. So do you think that you have to be good at a hobby, or is it okay if you just enjoy it? I don't think you have to be good at a hobby. You just have to enjoy what you're doing. But it's definitely more rewarding and enjoyable when you're good at what you're doing. 
So Becca, would you happen to have any advice for our listeners when picking a hobby? I would try a whole bunch of hobbies and stick with whichever one or ones you enjoy the most. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much, Becca. So next up we have Cal, whose hobby is knitting. Cal, with your hobby being knitting, do you ever feel like it gets boring? Do you find that doing the same thing gets boring? I, I, my, I like knitting, but it does sometimes get boring when Cookie Butter, the cat, is not with me. You know, we're friends. I, I mean, I've raised her since she was a kitten. Yeah. Boring. Uh, okay, great. So, in your opinion, what measures up to be a hobby? Well, what measures up to be a hobby is it's got to be weird. It's got to involve a cat. Like knitting, I can teach my cat to knit. We do share chapstick. But no, knitting knitting's a good hobby. It's got to be an intense, fun hobby. Like knitting. Yeah, I mean, I think it's great. Just, it, I love it. I mean, every day. Would you happen to have any advice for the listeners when picking a hobby? When picking a hobby... Like, when I picked mine, I was, like, just knitting and adult coloring books, and just, it's intense, you know. Uh, I was looking for intensity when picking a hobby. You may not want to, but I was, so that's why I chose, uh, you know, dancing with my cat. So thanks a lot, guys, for coming in. Your answers really gave me a little bit more breathing room and clarity and kind of comfort knowing that it's okay not to have a hobby yet, um, as long as I enjoy what I'm doing. So, yeah, now we have a little bit more insight on what it's like to actually have a hobby, but um, personally I find it kind of a drag to be only doing one thing with my spare time and then making a routine out of it. Like, I'm already indecisive enough, so I wouldn't be able to pick a hobby anyway. Like, I just, just like, my indecisiveness literally overpowers my, my brain every time a decision needs to be made. You know, it's like Lindsay Lohan in a clean record. It doesn't mix, and technically it's not humanly possible. Um, again, I apologize for this podcast being a bunch of word vomit, but... It needs to be discussed. Studies apparently have shown that having a hobby can give us an outlet to daily struggles and added stress in our lives. They can build confidence as you learn to do something new and begin to excel at it. Your body creates this chemical change to lighten your mood when you partake in a physically active hobby. However, your body can still change without the added exercise, especially if you enjoy what you're doing. My problem is, even if I try to learn something new, I will have a hard time being good at it or even enjoying it. To explain my frustration, there are these quizzes that pop up on my Facebook feed, like 20 plus facts about your hobbies to prove you're smarter than most. And I always want to know how smart I could be. And I am so tempted to click on them. And right when I'm about to, I realize, oh wait, you have no hobby. 
Like, how depressing is that? So today I decided to do a little quiz on how to find your hobby, literally just to kill time, so um, bear with me here. Question one, what is your favorite school subject? And we have art, gym, reading, music, or history. Reading, that's not, that's not a school subject, but okay. Um, I hate all of them, honestly. I'm just going to say gym. Question two, on a rainy Saturday, you would crank the tunes, curl up and read a book, run on the treadmill, <laughs> that's funny, make some cartoons, and play a family game of charades. Um, probably crank some tunes. Question three, you would write a fictional story about a struggling hip-hop artist making it big, a Harry Potter fan fiction, construct a play, a beautiful drama nobody has ever seen, a hero, or a sportsman's motivational story. Um, the play. I would, I would construct a play. Question four. If you had to be gifted with one thing out of the following, it would be the most expensive guitar, a VIP ticket to the best opera theater in the world, tempting, a private gym, the most expensive drawing tablet, or a PlayStation with 50 most popular games. Um, I'm just going to go with a private gym because all the other things don't really suit my fancy, so... So apparently my hobby is reading, which is the one thing that I dread doing, yet alone struggle to do, and yet still, I got reading. I don't think I'm meant to have a hobby. So to sadly conclude today, I wanted to leave you on a good note. After spending like 18 years of my life searching for a hobby, I have realized that you do not need to be good at anything. The purpose of living a life well lived is to just enjoy it and stop searching for what you already have. Like if you absolutely suck at something you love, keep doing it. So thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next week on Spilt Tea.